1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: Now, one thing I was sorry to miss out on last year is a festival that I was just saying to its director. I happened upon quite by accident. I hadn't known it was on a few years ago. And just walking across Emma Place in front of the Cork Opera House came upon this little mini pavilion with the most amazing people and creativity uh, being showcased there. And it was all the brainchild of Design Pop's festival director, Amy McHugh, who joins us on the line right now. Good morning, Amy. It's great to have you joining us this morning. Now, congratulations first on Design Pop, but also on its return this year. It must have been a big disappointment not be able to run last year.
1: Yeah, honestly, it was, we had moved it from May originally to August, thinking that, you know, giving us the summer, we'd have some time to get it going again, but unfortunately COVID just had other ideas and we just had to cancel it last minute, but...
0: (laughs) Now, there are people listening this morning, Amy, who will go, design, pop, festival, pavilion, creativity, Elmory, what's it all about? And basically, it's a a, a most unusual combination of a concept, but it's genius. It's architecture, design. And food, and I guess you can hardly have a festival without food at this stage, but (laughs) when you were presented with a plate in some restaurants, the the architectural endeavours in stacking food are something else at times. So tell me about the origins of it first a number of years ago.
1: So I've been living and working in Clerkenwell which is a place in London and they do Clerkenwell Design Week and so I got to kind of experience it very similarly to how you experienced design pop in the first instance. Mm -hmm. So i would just been walking around the city and suddenly saw all these beautiful very colourful kind of pavilions popping up around Clerkenwell and I had the kind of exact same reaction you did. I was like this is amazing just to be kind of to be in a place you know so well for it to be kind of grey and dreary and then for these incredible kind of creative, Mm -hmm. colourful things to be popping up. It just, it created a, a gorgeous atmosphere and an excitement and kind of a buzz around the place and I was like, gosh, this is something that would really work in Cork, I'd love to do it. And then, I suppose, in a way, I was like, what do do court people love? What do I love? Um, And what's very interactive? And that was the kind of idea of collaborating with food. So that kind of adds a whole different kind of more court glare to it. So that was the kind of the genesis of the idea.
0: Because your background is architecture, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm an architect by day job. So this design pop is my like passion project. So I do both. So this
0: is this the third year of it actually taking place in person then?
1: So it's actually technically the second, so 2019 was our first year, 2020, um, okay. got yeah. rescheduled for COVID. Uh, so yeah, it's only our second year now, so it's it's great.
0: So it's it's taking place then this coming weekend, you have over three days, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. What sort of things then have you lined up for people to experience and encounter? Because I know you have a balance between presentations and explorations.
1: Yep, so we have seven pavilions dotted around the city. So they'll be like the kind of public realm pieces. So they're kind of the architects have architects and designers have created the pavilions and they're collaborating with the food producers. And then in one three key, the courtyard of Court Printmakers, Labook Gallery, and Backwater Artist Group, we have our kind of outdoor HQ that we have talks and workshops happening Friday, Saturday, Sunday there.
0: Okay, what sort of things can people come along to then? Is it Are they timed events and that sort of thing or is it just encounter what what you see when you arrive?
1: So each of the pavilions on our website you can see have this thing that we call activation times where there's something actually happening at each one of the pavilions whether it be like Malu, for example will be giving kind of like tasters or kind of samples of their stuff um, and then In our HQ, we're going to have a whole series of talks that you can get online. So there'll be proper scheduled um, events. So, yeah, a bit of both. So kind of pavilions, there'll be activation times. And then at our HQ, we'll have talks and panel discussions happening all weekend as well.
0: I love the nature of some of the panel discussions because you go from things like obviously tying into design, branding and launching a new brand and the creative process behind it, which is which is a great one. But you also have great panel discussions with various food producers. I know like Toons Bridge, which is just superb and the Real Olive Company. That's Jenny Rose Clark there and Kate Ryan are going to be having a conversation. You are, of course, linking in with fantastic movements that lifted us all. At the end of 2020, with Ardu um, coming coming through in another design. I suppose from an architectural point of view, though, for you, Amy, this is a really exciting juncture for design and architecture in the fabric of Cork and Cork's future right now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It really is. Um, it, it's a it's a fabulous way of kind of showcasing the city in a very new light um, and kind of. I suppose, creating these beautiful structures in places that you wouldn't necessarily know. Like, I'm a court person, and I, dare I say, admit it, I've never been to Elizabeth Fort, even though I went to college in UCC, I'd Mm. never been there. So to, then, I now, obviously, through Design Pop, Uh, worked with the amazing crowd up in Elizabeth Fort um, for the last couple of years. So I I think it's a real way of like seeing the city from a whole different perspective through a kind of architectural and design kind of way. And then I suppose the RDU guys did that as well in the sense that they created these murals and places around the city that you wouldn't necessarily pause at or or I wouldn't have been there before or taken kind of time in some of these spaces. So it's, it's kind of whole kind of tool of seeing a city you're so familiar with through a completely different way and, and possibly seeing places that you hadn't experienced before.
0: Well our surroundings impact how we live both as individuals and how we interact socially and as a society and I suppose commercially as well like the, the actual structure and skeleton bones of what we are putting and building have an impact for generations. So it's really important that we engage uh, with all of these panel discussions and opportunities to share ideas and share responses to the vision for how things are being built around us. But I know everyone has an addiction to home improvement programs, building programs. Uh, and, you know, Dermot Bannon, I mean, like he'd be mobbed if he was walking down the street with people asking him <laughs> for, you know, advice on extensions and all that sort of thing. And interior design. And uh, once you come inside the door of those buildings where we're putting all around us, the interior design impacts our lives as well. So you have great discussions on, uh, on panel discussions on, on all of that, particularly next Sunday. Next Sunday is a real day of focusing on architecture and design, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. So Sunday morning, we have a fantastic panel discussion exactly about that. So interior design and how creativity and design actually impacts our, our everyday lives and what that kind of means. So we've got this incredible panel discussion with Sarah O'Neill, Kate O'Neill, actually their sisters, and then Neve McCabe. Um, Neve is an interior designer, but she also kind of runs this whole range of homeware and it's all this kind of about like, um, when you have a designed element in your home whether it be the interior design or a product just all that kind of i suppose um mental change that kind of design and the influence that has in your yeah i suppose everyday life and and you as a person so we've that and we've atelier ray who's this incredible emerging um female architect Raymore based in dublin who's just fabulous so she's um talking about her work and her Um, design process and her creative process and her kind of vision for the future. So that'll be a very, very interesting talk as well. And then finishing out Sunday is the job that I actually love doing the most, which is I'm going to have all of the architects and designers and food producers all on stage with me to close the festival. And I'm interviewing them about their kind of design process of creating the pavilions, yes. how the experience was, what what they learned, what they what they triumphed over, what they failed on um, and just how it kind of was. And it, it'll be a really gorgeous conversation about, I suppose, the pavilions, the impact of the city of Cork, the whole experience. And then that'll be us kind of closing and finishing the festival. Yeah, because you you
0: don't actually just present them with little cuboid tents and say, now, fit fit what you want to do into that. There's creativity right from the establishment of the spaces everyone is going to be in. So, I mean, from start to finish, Amy, it's such an organic and exciting challenging, and may it be more challenging as the years go on, uh, but a beautiful, integrated organic festival with lots of opportunities for people to discover little things they might not have come across before so i'm really thrilled to see it back in the calendar in its place at the end of the summer which is wonderful that you didn't have to shift it around and and lose that kind of branding of design pop being at the end and i suppose the best thing for people to do really is over the course of the week engage with the website and and plan and see what they can manage by simply going to designpop.ie exactly yep fabulous Amy Keogh, Festival Director with Design Pop. I'm so thrilled to have had you on the programme this morning and delighted for you that things are back up and running again. Thanks a million. Thanks so much. Cheers. Bye. And we are thrilled indeed to see festivals like that popping up. In fact, when we come back after this break, we'll be celebrating Cork Craft Month. 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes, feeding cork families with delicious Griffin's New Seasons Queens. Find
1: them on Facebook at Griffin's Potatoes.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.